This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Welcome back to Colleen and Bradley here on My Talk 1071. I got thoughts on Lindsay Lohan's new TV show. I'll get to them in just a minute. You're listening to. Uh, as I said, Colleen and Bradley here on My Talk. I'm Bradley Trainer along with Holly Roberts today. And you guys, okay, uh, Lohan Beach Club, it's a thing. It happened. It's on. And I got opinions. Mm. Did you get to see the show last night, Holly? Unfortunately, I did not. But the good news is, is for all of us who missed Lohan Beach Club last night on MTV, is that MTV graciously put the entire first episode up online for free. So we can all watch it. Yay! Yes, lucky you. Oh, I mean, here's the thing. I if you love trash reality TV, you I mean, go ahead and watch. Right? Like, I am fascinated by this story for a number of reasons, least of which the actual show itself. Right. right? So I'm I'm just here to find out what's what is being presented as Lindsay Lohan's world regardless of the fact that I don't think it actually has anything to do with Lindsay Lohan's actual world. It's very clear early on that this is all just a bunch of trumped up fake, completely uh, faux drama. Well, yeah, that being said, before I even waste my time watching Lohan Beach Club, do you think that the show is worth watching on any first on a baseline entertainment level? Bradley, did you find Lohan Beach Club to be? No, 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 no. No, no. I, it was fun to poke fun at. Hey, um, Sonny, and I know we have a couple clips. If you remember the clip you played during the three at twelve oh three, that's the one that I would love to uh, let audiences hear because it does a wonderful job of sort of giving you a little taste of Lindsay, a little taste of the other people on the show, and a little taste of how they're trying to um, sort of create drama. Again, this is Lindsay Lohan's. Uh, or Lindsay Lohan Beach Club, and the scene that you're going to hear is, so get this, the people that she is hiring to come work at her club, these are like the the VIP uh, helpers, essentially. Bottle service women? They're not just bottle service women. It'd be like bartenders, the people that are only interacting with VIPs, right? So the creme's a la creme at the Lohan Beach Club. And uh, they've all arrived, and she's decided to put them all up in a fabulous setting, and then she shows up with her business partner and drama ensues. Let's have a listen. In a scenario where maybe you meet someone that you're tending to, what if both of you like one guy? If a man is more attracted to me, congratulations. If someone else likes someone else who's not me, I'm going to gas you up while you're doing it, and I want you to know. But I'm not a jealous Growing up in the spotlight has taught me to be a quick judge of character, and I don't know that Gabby is here for the right reasons at this point. What are your intentions of being here? What do you want to get out of this? I have selfish intentions being here, and I won't say that I don't. This is a great experience for me. So you see this as a stepping stone for you to then do something else and build for you? 100%. This is not how you introduce yourself to your new boss. We're working for Lindsay, and if she doesn't like us, doesn't want us around, she can very easily make that happen. I just feel like I don't have time for people making their own intentions on working with me and branding what my future is. And I agree with that. All I was saying is that I think you want your own show, so you should focus on that. No, I don't at all. Not at all. I'm pretty sure you do. I'm happy to be here and represent you. 
hundred percent. Well, then don't wear a bra when you meet me for the first time. <laughs> I liked everyone. She was just a and she's wearing a bra. When you meet your boss, don't show up in a bra. Okay, it's not appropriate. Okay, don't oh. show up in a bra. No. You should be braless. Oh. Well, what she's saying for those of you who didn't see it is. Um, this is what's so absurd about this. That's that's a, like a non-issue when she goes, oh my God, she's wearing a bra, which would be horrible <laughs> if, if for example, you know, um, I don't know, let's say we're doing, uh, like I, I run a, a, a call center team and Holly, you're applying to be on the call center team and you show up in just a bra. I'm going to be like, yeah, so good luck to you. <laughs> we, we, we have a dress code. You can't do that. At a call totally, center. That is legit. They are... Yeah, by a pool at a house in Greece where wherein these the people that are um you know allegedly gonna be working for Lindsay Lohan have been partying. Like they sent them over to this house to like sort of get settled. They have some cocktails, they eat, they party, they're jumping in the pool. Um the guys are all shirtless. One guy's wearing underwear, literally his underpants, that is all. And then this girl is wearing her bra, which I couldn't tell if it was actually a bra or a bathing suit, which is pretty common. Well, isn't the clothing. old adage for career success, dress for the job that you want? Yeah. But again, she did not. And, and the other thing is they did not know that Lindsay Lohan was coming. Ooh. It was. And, and again, it's not even that I'm trying to justify anything. It's just bad editing because they were like. They presented this as, oh, Lindsay Lohan is dropping in to surprise them and catch them off guard in their state of drunken party reveling. Undercover To give them a what's what and, you know, bring some cold hard truths to what's in store for them as employees of Lohan Beach Club. Yeah. You've already set it up that you're dropping in to surprise them and then somehow you're surprised that they weren't expecting you, but they should know that at any moment you could show up like it's Downton Abbey and like Mrs. Padmore is going to come, you know, see you in some state of undress and judge you accordingly. Well, now that's a different show. Yeah. So, again, <laughs> if you know, if you were watching it in the moment, you're just like, this is so completely fake and in drama. Now, the other thing is, if you're just joining us, we're talking about Lindsay Lohan's Beach Club. All of the cast that they're introducing to you, what is the, okay, what's like the blind itemy stuff we've been talking about in terms of Lindsay Lohan? Well, we just talked about one this afternoon saying that Lindsay Lohan has a financial benefactor. If the benefactor leaves her, she's essentially broke. Also, Lindsay Lohan is making a good much of her income doing escorting, yachting, basically sex work is what she's doing. I know. And for some of you who maybe don't listen to our show, you think that's kind of jarring, like what you're calling uh, Lindsay Lohan, a high priced, you know, sex worker. Yes, that's the rumor Mm -hmm. anyway. So now follow this. If you if you buy into that possibility and I could walk you down a whole list of reasons why there's some, you know, at least why that could be a possibility. Right. When you listen then to uh, the people that are interviewing, uh, quote unquote, to be, you know, VIP helpers at Lindsay Lohan's Beach Club, they all sound like people who've come from worlds where, you know, like one guy says, like, I wake up in the beds of celebrities. So, this, you know, and I'm like, oh, well, that's interesting. Yeah. So does he elaborate on that? She just well, not yet. But, uh, you know, it, it makes you just wonder, like. 
Is this all just a <laughs> prostitution front? Oh my gosh! Where did they where did they source these employees? What kind of experience do they have? These are all like the people you just like. They're all like, I have worked very hard to get where I am. I've overcome incredible struggles my life, and I basically put shots down rich people's throats for money, and it's really hard. Aww. You know what would have been really cool about this show if they were like really hustling. And she just did a, a 180 on everybody and just really freaked everybody out. And it was actually a show with some meat and potatoes to it. Yes. Yes. I know. I'm all I'm all there for that. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. if she showed us what it really. Yeah. Like, because you know. Okay. I, I feel like this is kind of predictable a little bit. It's very yep. predictable. <laughs> and, and Lindsay Lohan is a hustler, no doubt. Right. She has a she has done something successful with this series. And the mm-hmm. thing that she's done successfully is gotten us to somehow believe that she is the one that's in control and behaving and acting like a boss Mm -hmm. as compared to what we used to always think about Lindsay Lohan, which is that she's a hot mess. Yes. So she has somehow turned everybody uh, or turned everything on its head. And we're now questioning the, you know, sort of uh, like the maturity and the responsibility of these Mm -hmm. like yahoos that she's hiring. And she looks like the queen bee who's like running the show. You know, but you wouldn't any- have to set her up with people that sloppy in order to look like any Ex- kind of boss. Exactly. <laughs> but she's literally like struggling with how oh. these people, this is my image that I'm trying to protect. This is my ah. dream that I'm trying to make come true. And they're putting these things at risk. And I'm like, actually, I think that's pretty much Hollywood's, you know, <laughs> Hollywood's Stick. answer to you. Yeah. is like you put them on the line for, or they, you know, you were the one that was a hot mess right. and people went out on a limb for you. And now it just looks like you're projecting that on other people. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> but there's some genius mm-hmm. in that. And and that's why I say like, you got to give Lindsay Lohan credit in the sense that she's a hustler and she's been able to, con- you know, scrimp and like find a place for herself. We're mm-hmm. still talking about her in 2019. You know I mean? and she, she got a- MTV to come up with the show. Now yes. it may be totally fake and contrived, but like join the club. I don't know. Right. <laughs> the Lohan beach club. Here's what I wanted to leave you with, which is, and 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 I guess what I'm saying is I will continue to watch so you don't have to. Thank you. Um, I want to know and I want to do some digging on what's really going on because I'm far more interested in who's paying the bills, who bought these clubs, uh, who's calling the shots for real. Yep. And, you know, uh, what's Lindsay Lohan's actual role and how this is all going down. And what what is the food really like? Because Mm. when you go on TripAdvisor, there are some questionable reviews about the food quality. There's a chicken wrap that really underwhelmed people. Oh, I'm really that's really unfortunate. I hope we can get to the bottom of that. Yeah, well, that's important. Yeah, but I'll watch that and I'll I'll give a I'll give some feedback. Fantastic. Well, every Tuesday afternoon, looking forward to your report on Lohan Beach Club. Uh, also, it just makes me feel like I should, I mean, we, there's no reason we can, you guys, we can't create an empire and have our own show. That's true. Just remember wow, that. Wow. Okay. Great. Self-esteem now, booster. when we come back, Ooh, Holly, celebrities, are they just like us? Are they just like us? Well, there was one celebrity spotted at a place where pretty much everybody goes on a day-to-day basis. We're going to talk about her and we're going to talk about if celebrities are actually just like us. All right. We'll be right back. Celebrities, they're just like us? Are they? Well, we'll find out. Holly's got a really fun story for us in just a moment. First, though, welcome back to Colleen and Bradley here on My Talk 1071, celebrating a beautiful hump day. It's gorgeous outside. I don't know how cold it is. It's probably a little chilly, but it's pretty. It's, it's blue. The sun. 
It's the sun. What is that? I don't know. Oh. Uh, but I froze my fingers off uh, this morning on our, our walk with uh, little Louise. So anyway, oh. you don't care about that. But we do care about celebrities uh, because they're just like us, Holly, right? Well, that's the old adage from Us Weekly back in the days. Oh, celebrities are just like us. They like to take out the garbage, go and take their dogs out for a walk in their sweats. They like to go shopping at big box stores. What? Totally Wait. relatable. Totally relatable. Well, there is a celebrity, a mega celebrity that was spotted at a big box store yesterday and that moment went viral. And that was the one, the only Beyonce. Oh, somebody what's spotted, Beyonce up to? Well, apparently she's shopping for diapers or hanging out in a Target in West Los Angeles because somebody spotted Beyonce and a couple of her bodyguards strolling the aisles of Target yesterday. People freaked out. The moment went viral because Beyonce, you know, she is so relatable. She's just like us trying to buy a little box of diapers for her kids. Wait, what? Hasn't she been seen in Target yes, before? Yes, First yes. First of all, you're absolutely has. right. We've 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 had these stories before, which begs the question. You know, what is she trying to get us to think about her that she is totally relatable? Yeah. Now I would Who? like to point out what Beyonce is wearing at Target. Well, that's the thing. When you see these pictures, you're right. like, um, yeah. this was not just a like. <laughs> I'm right. gonna pop over to Target right. quick. <laughs> no, Beyonce was looking stunning. She was wearing a coral, uh, pink jumpsuit fashionable sunglasses okay she's wearing sunglasses full, inside full face full face <laughs> full hair looking fabulous and wonderful like the superstar she is she's just pretending to be like us she's a celebrity just like, like us. us no she's not she's or, I mean, beyonce she's a, she's a person we're not celebrities no um no well what i'm getting at is beyonce yeah of course you're you got spotted at target like Sonny said, Beyonce has been spotted a couple of times in Target. I'm sure this is like on her calendar. Like, okay, here's your relatable moment. Uh, on Tuesday, uh, January 8th, you're going to mm-hmm. head to the Targets. Mm-hmm. And you're going to not tell anyone. Nope. We're just going to show up and people are going to organically take photos of you and be like, oh my God, it's Beyonce. She's just like us. Yeah. Yay. No, she is not just like us at all. Beyonce is a mega celebrity par excellence. Also, I have said this many, many times. The whole point of being a celebrity is that you're not just like us. Thank you very much. That's the gift. Yes. That's the icing on the cake. Truly. You, You have to deal with some crap in your life. Like, I don't know when it was that all of a sudden we started feeling sorry for celebrities and all of the things that they have to deal with. It's hard. Oh, the fame? It's so hard. <laughs> hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash btpod50 and use code btpod50 to get 50% off. That's code btpod50 at factormeals.com slash btpod50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Being a celebrity. <laughs> Think about how many times yeah. we have talked about stories where we're like, you know, that poor celebrity. We don't realize how truly hard it is to have people care <laughs> about first, you. What frustrates mm-hmm. me about this whole I'm just like you thing is I want to hear about the charts. I want to hear. This is stuff I want to hear. I want to hear about you ate a bean burrito and date night went wrong. <laughs> like this stuff, this stuff is yes. happening and people are choosing to not let us know that. Tell me that. And then I will come yeah. to that conclusion. You want the myself. real relatable I moment. Want the real. Yeah. yeah that, <laughs> well, I want the real unrelatable moments as well, because to me, the thing is like, once you're a celebrity, I want to know how, ama- like, I want to know that when you do, doo-doo in your pants <laughs> right. by accident that uh, that somebody comes from another room and wipes your behind exactly. for you. And like, magi- right. Yes, magically because- whisks your wardrobe off, immediately gets it dry cleaned, or <laughs> buys you five pairs of the exact same pants all flawlessly Exactly, cleaned. because I grew up in a world where celebrity was aspirational. You wanted to be a celebrity because then you didn't have to be just like us. Mm-hmm. Because then you got to do things that nobody else got to do. And that was sort of, that's like why we, you know, that's why the, uh, the world has royalty, you know, in other countries. They've got kings and queens and you know, like, sure, they might actually be telling you what to do and you don't have freedom, but at least you have beautiful things to wear. Stop or complaining. You, you get to look at what, you know, what the other life uh, or what the other half uh, lives like. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is that I I want to believe that there is some magic to being a celebrity that the common folk like you and I don't get to experience. That's true. Yes, the That's magic true. of yeah. being a celebrity is the fact that you can but, pay other people to go to Target for you. But even at the end of the day, to uh, to Sonny's point, um, if you're gonna try to act real, give me the real real. Just be real. Don't give me the like, you know. I want to see her go on. The, I want to see her to go on the target like we do and go. Okay, I literally just came in here for socks. Yeah. I yes, but you got two carts on yes. the way out. I want Although, her to wear her the, pajamas under her coat. The Beyonce, yes, yes, Holly. The Beyonce equivalent of that is like I instead of 150 dollars, I left Target spending five thousand dollars. Right, right. Oh. It's still relatable though because yeah. everybody knows how that feels to go in spending exactly. one Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right. When we come back here on Colleen and Bradley, Lord and Lady Douchebag on my talk 1071. Oh, celebrities, they're not just like us. They're D-bags. Okay, sometimes we're D-bags, but we'll tell you who our D-bags today are in just a moment. Welcome back to Colleen and Bradley here on My Talk 1071. Stream the lab, doing everything entertainment at MyTalk1071.com. Download the app, by the way, if you have not already. Um, there's all sorts of wonderful reasons to download our app. Not only can you listen to the shows live, catch um, the podcast, you can also... Win big prizes. Yes, that's right. You can register for listener rewards. All you have to do is go sign up on the website or on the app, and you can be eligible for lots of fun prizes in the month of January. Know that some of those prizes include Green Mill gift cards. I believe we have Panera Bread gift cards, Chipotle, and also you can register to win a fabulous Fitbit. Uh, what's, what is it to technicalities? The Fitbit is... One of the prizes that we have going on. All right. Thank you, Brad. Now let's do some D-bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. All right. You know who my D-bag is? What? The cheat sheet. 
Chi Chi's a celebration Chi-Chi's of food? Got, I <laughs> Why? Wish. Uh, no, Chi Chi's yeah, would uh, never be my no, D bag. No, I'm like, what do you have against I a fried chimichanga? Mm-hmm. No, um, Cheat Sheet, the website. For this article, headline How old is Chris Jenner and what is her ethnicity? What? Okay, what? What? Wait, why? Why do we need why? this article? Can you please explain to me? I don't know. So then the like, I'm all here for like, you know, uh, shading Chris Jenner for a number of reasons, but not for her age or ethnicity. Anyway, Chris Jenner is a lot of things. She's a reality star, a TV producer, uh, a businesswoman, an author, and of course, she's a lady of a certain age with some kind of ethnicity. I don't know. I just added that last part, but the article itself concerns itself with how old she is and what her ethnicity is. Do we need to know these things? I don't know. Actually, we don't. So what's the like, website you, again? Of cheat the things sheet. that you wanted to know about Chris Jenner, were you like, I need to know where she comes from? You know, it's. I think it's natural human inquiry to be like, oh, what part of the world are they from? Yeah. But Chris Jenner has been around so long. That's why this this whole thing weird, is suspect. Right? It also just like <laughs> you know what happened here is that like somebody Wikipedia. Uh, thank it? I don't you. Know. That's what, what I was <laughs> like. Somebody over what at is Chris Jenner's waist size? Mm, oh gosh, wearing minds want to know. Do we have to go back to that kind of story from two thousand five? Celebrity bikini bodies. Who's best? Who's worst? But you know what happened with this article? Somebody at CheatSheet.com told an intern, "Hey, look." You go over to Wikipedia and make an article about Chris Jenner. Well, that's exactly what they did because under the headline, How Old is Chris Jenner? You have Jenner was born Kristen Mary Houghton in San Diego to parents Mary Joe and Robert True Houghton. Oh, that's where True comes from. Yes. Yeah. I didn't know that. It's a family name. Uh, I did not know well, that. Well, now look, now are Baby they. Baby True. Is this article so debagging? Now you learned something new about Chris Jenner well, that you didn't know. I could have done that on before. Wikipedia, man. Yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> Uh, she was born November 5th, 1955. Her mother has appeared on multiple episodes. Okay. Thanks. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, do you want to know her ethnicity? Well, I'm... Do you know her ethnicity? Uh, No, I absolutely don't. So, in fact, why don't you inform me, Bradley? Contrary what? to popular belief, Chris is not Middle Eastern. Was that popular belief? Well, Robert Kardashian is from Armenia, so people were maybe thinking that right. maybe she was from Armenia. Right. Yeah, so the children that she shares with Robert uh, have Armenian ancestry, but she is a white lady. English, Irish, Dutch, German, and Scottish. Now, I don't know where, um, and ethnicity is just a complicated thing, but I don't know where the CheatSheet.com, maybe it was Wikipedia, got her like ancestry DNA profile, but, um, you know... In case you wondered, she's a white lady. Thank you, CheatSheet.com, for ripping off Wikipedia, repurposing it, and selling ads on it. (laughs) They also give you her net worth. Oh, what is that? Anyone? Uh, I'm going to guess that Kris Jenner's net worth is about $70 million. What say you, Sonny? Sonny. My first thought, $300 million. Three hundred million. Wow. Holly, you're actually closer. Woo! She is uh, estimated to be worth... 90 million dollars okay 90 million. well she takes that manager off. fee that 15 percent fee off of everything that's what i was thinking because she, she's got her hands in everything <laughs> she sure does chris jenner manipulates time you know she, what's going to be interesting yes. is to follow the um like in 100 years to follow the wealth of the kardashian mega fortune because think about like all of chris jenner's money is going to funnel down to her children correct and correct. they've already got their own 
Empires. Disgusting wealth empires. <laughs> yes, yes. And then their children, no doubt, will have their own wealth generated. Well, actually, do you think we'll have moved on? Like, do you think by the time that those kids are adults, we will have sort of like moved on from them? I don't know, Bradley. I don't think so. No. We've entered. You really think they're going to be like generationally wealthy? I think we've entered an age. Well, at least they're celebrity. We're talking about children of celebrities in a way that we didn't even, I would argue, 20, 30 years ago. You know, there's people like Jeff Bridges, who had a dad who was an actor, Lloyd Bridges. And Jeff Bridges talented in his own right. But we're talking about people like a Haley Baldwin, who was a Baldwin offshoot. We're talking about Will and Jada Smith's children. And we're giving them their own celebrity agency because of the world of social media. But beyond them, do you think that's going to last? Like, do you think the children of Willow Smith are going to be... Could be. You know, running their own clothing lines. Honestly, I guess it's possible. Yeah, honestly, anyway, it could be. I'm New just, Rockefellers, baby. I I just think you should. Um, I just don't think they should be rich. <laughs> That's my own opinion. Okay, I'm done with my segment. <laughs> D-Bags, hi. Welcome back. Uh, Holly, what do you got? <laughs> well, we're not going to be able to talk about uh, tax wealth policy Why? here. <laughs> Why? Because we got to talk about BuzzFeed. They're my D-bag of the day. Oh. Yes, BuzzFeed.com. Another website. Another outlet. I know, another outlet. My D-bag of the day. And the reason I'm calling them my D-bag of the day is for their misleading headline about this story about Taylor Swift. So the headline here is, Todrick Hall spilled a load of secrets about Taylor Swift and the tea is scalding. Wait a minute. Okay, what? So Todrick Hall, yeah. he's a choreographer, yep. a dancer, a Broadway star in his own right, and apparently this guy is also BFFs with Taylor Swift. BuzzFeed.com, at least according to the headline in this article, is promising some really dirty dish on Taylor Swift. Ooh. Really fascinating, right? Because what do we know about Taylor Swift? Is She's a master manipulator of the media, so I think that we're going to be getting some truth about Taylor Swift. Well, we don't get any of that whatsoever okay this is another taylor swift sanctioned share about her personal life oh so this is like totally planted it's totally planted buzzfeed actually lifted a story from another website elite daily and i want to read you the headline from the original story from elitedaily.com about todrick hall speaking about his friendship with taylor swift todrick hall's comments about taylor swift are all about support what does that have to do about spilling tea, Bradley? I was promised that's not tea. Spilling tea. This is not no. spilling tea, absolutely that's whatsoever. Like, that's like serving up fake tea. Yes, Bradley. That's, that is, that's disrespectful. Yeah. It is disrespectful to me, Sonny. I was really excited to learn some dishy dish about Taylor Swift. But all this is there, you're never, by the way, gonna get any dish on Taylor Swift. But I thought I was she kills going... people that speak truth. I know, but like I... she's she is a monster <laughs> and uh she look, she is not a human being. I love Taylor Swift. I love her music. I okay. I don't. Yeah, I just say like, those things you know? so that the fans don't come after me. <laughs> but I honestly think she is so scripted, so pre-produced, so overly controlling of her image. Which God love her. That's her thing. You know, fine. But what the result of that? I'm saying is that you're never going to get like the true story because nobody close to her is going <clears> to. <throat> Is going to have the, <coughs> excuse me, the wherewithal Woo, did to Did she get do a that. hold of you, Brad? Yeah, oh my gosh, she's already cursed. <laughs> Quick! Light the sage, light the sage in the studio. Come on, clean the air. Poison. But, but what, my what, lunch has been poisoned. What you're getting at is that Taylor Swift is so calculated and such a master of her public persona that she would never, ever let her best friend spill any authentic tea about her and have it published on the internet. She yeah. just wouldn't. But I got really excited 
and BuzzFeed was leading to the fact that maybe we were actually going to get some tea. But essentially what the article says, he has really nice things to talk to, uh, to about Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift being a great friend. She follows through on promises. She's very uh, she very much has a constitution about her where she's going to get through the tough times and she's really supportive. So essentially nothing but nice things to say about Taylor Swift. I was really disappointed in BuzzFeed led me to believe that I was going to have a fantastically salacious morning yeah, well. reading about all the gossip about Taylor they Swift. They stole your click is basically what you're Yes. yes. <laughs> In essence, out. yes, they did. And that, that would be the first time that BuzzFeed has done that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I saw your stupid ad, BuzzFeed. That's fine. You got me. You win. Yeah. <laughs> You're still D-baggy. And mm-hmm. these five diet tricks you won't believe. Take this survey to find out what day-old pizza you are. Find out how many cobs of corn you can shove in your nature's pocket. By answering what Disney princess you yes, look like the yeah. most. <laughs> if you tell us your favorite Disney princess, we'll tell you what kind of bologna you really enjoy on your sandwich. Mm. Okay, well, we could do this all day, uh, and I'm sure the listeners would listen and enjoy it nonetheless. However, we are going to move on, and uh, it's because we've got some perverts to talk about. Uh, uh, no. One in particular that we're going to start with, Kevin Spacey. This story is getting Grosser and grosser. How can it get grosser and grosser? Just wait. It it can. And we'll do that when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Oh, God. Perv Corner. There's a lot of perverts in the world, and, well, I guess part of our job is to keep you informed. Well, insofar as celebrities are involved, welcome back to Colleen and Bradley here on My Talk 1071. Streaming live, doing everything entertainment at mytalk1071.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, along with Holly Roberts and Sonny today. So the perv in question that I wanted to share with you, Perv Corner almost just sounds like adorable in a way that it just shouldn't because the story is just gross. And there's another story about Kevin Spacey. You know, he's been in headlines, of course, because uh, he's been charged with sexual assault. He was in court for those uh, allegations. Well, the headline today uh, about Kevin Spacey that I wanted to sh- actually the one yesterday, remember, was that he got pulled over for speeding That's after right. appearing in court, mm-hmm. which awesome way to go. Ugh. Way to keep your name in headlines. Yay. Now, here's what I find just ridiculous, shocking and disgusting. Headline. And this is on CNN, so don't act like this is some, you know, tabloid uh, website trying to make some, you know, Clickbait for us. This is CNN. Kevin Spacey's defense claims sexual assault accuser was flirting with him. Really? That's what his attorney is saying. So his defense team's best argument at this point in a new legal filing is that the busboy, the 18-year-old busboy, who accuses the actor, by the way, of getting him drunk, sexually assaulting him repeatedly... He was able to catch this on video. Yeah. He used the word rape in connection with this assault. That individual having shared that, you know, just disturbing encounter. Kevin Spacey's legal team wants you to think, well, he was asking for it. That's disgusting. And that's that is legitimately pathetic. He's, and it's so and gross. It's gross. It's like yeah. whether it's a pedophile or somebody who um, has been accused of sexual or has a pattern of sexual assault, it is common and routine for the the perpetrator to say things like, "They asked for it. Right. They wanted it." That twelve year old girl uh, was, you know, giving me the the, the wink, wink. Right. It's like what? No, that's not how that works. And even if that was the case, which it was not, 
you are the adult and you, Kevin Spacey, are the professional. You don't or I shouldn't say professional. You were you are the the person in the room who should have said, yeah, no, uh, thank you. No. Yeah, exactly. And that's just really disturbing to me that his defense would would use this as a method of trying to clear their client of any wrongdoing, essentially shaming the person who is coming up with the charges. Yeah, we've heard this many times before, even in the case of individuals. Well, they were wearing X, Y and Z. So really, they were asking for it. So it's really their problem for being flirty with me. You know, I just couldn't resist. And it seemed like they really wanted me to act in that way. Unless you think think that Kevin Spacey's defense was going to be this never happened or it didn't happen the way this person said quote from the filing on Monday by his own account that is the account of the victim by his own account he did not object to the alleged touching he did not ask Spacey to stop and he did not in any way remove himself from the situation so again he asked for it yeah like haven't we learned anything at this point like this seems so did he ever verbally Ask for it. Well, right. <laughs> right. Well, yes, you bring up a, a fantastic point, Sonny. It wasn't like, did like they say it with their mouth. Yes. Yeah. Did they consent <laughs> right. by ask, saying that, yes, Kevin Spacey, but I would very much enjoy you yeah. doing this. Yeah. This yeah. will be a great experience for the both of us. And in fact, I in fact, I believe from uh, talking about this story on numerous occasions, he went out of his way to say, no, I'm not interested. No, I don't want your cocktails. No. And he felt torn, and he's talked about this, the victim has, that you know he felt like he was going to get in trouble from his workplace because he's not supposed to be drinking on the job. Also, he's not supposed to be drinking, and he was afraid that you know he would be putting his uh, workplace at risk. And then he was just scared because it's Kevin Spacey, and how powerful is Kevin Spacey? Right. Like, there were all of these things which you can totally understand in the moment of, again, an 18-year-old, not a 40-year-old, not a 50-some-year-old. How old is Kevin Spacey? Old enough to know better. Yeah, right? Late 50s, early 60s, probably Kevin Spacey. So, um, again, you have an 18-year-old kid who, sure, what if he lied about his age? I don't care. If you don't know the age of... uh, First of all, what are you doing trying to put your hands down the pants of anyone in a public place after Mm -hmm. a few cocktails? Mm -hmm. I mean... I'm not going to say that, you know, 20 years ago when I was, you know, at the club and people were getting handsy and doing all that kind of stuff that that doesn't happen. But when you are Kevin Spacey, what are you doing? That's a sacrifice you made when you decided to be Kevin Spacey. I kind of feel like you're taking the risk. Like if you if you find out later that some young man whose hands uh, I don't know there's just so much well, there's so obvious much, about there's this, so much obvious going on encounter. also the dynamic between a customer and employee yeah you know touching on that sorry bad choice of words there but meaning that Kevin Spacey is the customer and perhaps right. having been a person who worked in the service industry you know there are there's a dynamic there between you know, if you're a server, or you're doing whatever and a customer and all the points that you just previously pointed out, Bradley, where he was, didn't want to get in trouble with his employer. He didn't want to get fired. Maybe there are some things that were happening there. It's just I'm just disgusted. It's not. Spaces and so it's much. not to say that I'm sure this kid didn't learn something from this experience. It's just sad that he sh- that he had to go through the experience mm. to learn those things like we would all like we've all done things that we might look back on and go, well, maybe I wouldn't do that. Uh, from this point forward, that does not excuse the behavior that happened in the mm-hmm. first place. And you as a human being and an individual, Kevin Spacey, need to be held accountable for your actions. Yes. It's like, I think we are long since past the the time where we just say, oh, well, you know, what do you expect? 
you know, things That's a happen. Terrible response to this. Right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Dismissing 20, behavior right there. In then. 2019, much less, I don't know, 19 something since I've been around. I mean, like, I just can't think of it. Uh, like, you, you understand that things used to happen all the time, quote unquote. That doesn't make it right. Exactly. Well, you know, people have been pointing out those things really in, in focus since the Me Too movement has picked up speed since last year. Yeah. Just because it happened 30 years ago, 10 years ago, or whenever doesn't mean it's okay. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean it's okay. Yeah. People do. Yeah. 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 Ooh, we could woo! go on. All right. So <laughs> lest you think that Kevin Spacey is the only pervert in this corner, there's another one. No, we need to talk about R. Kelly. So R. Kelly, the subject of the docuseries Surviving R. Kelly that aired on Lifetime last week. And there are consequences of that docuseries airing on Lifetime. So fresh after the docuseries airing, both prosecutors in Chicago and Atlanta are uh, looking into and launching investigations of sexual and physical abuse against R. Kelly. So prosecutors are asking that if anyone has had it, has any information that they come forward. So a Chicago prosecutor saying there's nothing that can be done to investigate these allegations without the cooperation of both victims and witnesses. We cannot seek justice without you. Also, um, uh, an Atlanta lawyer, Gerald Griggs, representing a couple who claim Kelly is holding their daughter against his her will, excuse me, have said that he was approached by the district attorney's office regarding potential abuse by Kelly. So there is action within the criminal justice system uh, seeking out justice uh, against R. Kelly as a, re- a direct result of this docuseries. Okay, so mm. the, the, that just shows the power of entertainment in this day and age. Yes, mm. yes. And I mean, and we've seen that now, like, on several occasions, I think, of making a murderer. Like, you know, mm. uh, entertainment that is based on, you know, true events can actually have an effect on those true events. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it, it's nice to see. Now, I haven't watched I, I, a docuseries yet. I was going to say, I feel... Sonny, have you watched this at all? The Surviving R. Yeah. Kelly? Uh, yes, I did. And? It's a lot to unpack. First of all, I grew up listening to R. Kelly, and I remember when I was younger, I heard, oh, he married Aaliyah, which is another R&B, a late R&B singer. Right. And I, when I was young at the time, I'm looking at it as a young girl, like, oh, she's dating an older man. I didn't know how old R. Kelly was, but now as a, a full-grown adult and someone who has a daughter that's pretty much the same age as Aaliyah... That's completely disturbing, and it's also disturbing how um, we as a culture have just responded to R. Kelly. And I know a lot of people are like, well, why is this coming up now? Last year, and I think maybe the year before that, when the Me Too movement got really big, a lot of um, powerful black women on social media were like, we're calling all these other people out, but we're going to sit here and ignore R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. And they started the movement called Mute, Mute R. Kelly. And so that started to pick up speed, and oh. that's why this came back around. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. So I'm glad because I've known for the longest. I remember when he came out with Chocolate Factory and all these albums, and they were number one albums, and he was being accused of all of these things. But it's it's this thing with people being able to separate the man from the art. And it is hard. It is because it's like they, you know, when people make music, it's like it's the soundtrack to your life. But this person's really a Well, I just think person. of, you know, for, for my generation, it was, you know, well, I mean, there have probably been more than one. But I think of Michael Jackson, for mm-hmm. example. People mm-hmm. are just totally willing to divorce themselves from the reality of who the person was. And come up with whatever explanation they might have Mm -hmm. because they love the music so much. Mm -hmm. As if, like, you need to somehow accommodate somebody's... I've talked to people Mm -hmm. who are like, I don't see what their personal life has to do with it. I'm like, listen, we're talking about artists. 
their personal life has everything to do with the art that they create. Yeah, yeah. To not consider that yeah. is just to me feels like ignorance. Just that's me though. Yeah, considering the whole person in their work of art. Yeah. So it's it's nice to see that as a result, a direct result of this docu series surviving R. Kelly, that the criminal justice system is moving forward into investigating R. Kelly for these crimes. All right, when we come back, 2019, New Year, New You. Oh, the struggle's real. We're going to talk about it. I'm going to tell you about one resolution. No, is that not what we're doing? What? You're shaking your no, head. No, it is. No, oh, okay. I'm, just, I'm just agreeing with you, Bradley. New year, new us, and it's really hard. We'll be right back. <laughs> Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, I'm Bonnie Curry, one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a seven-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433 and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.